Good morning and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral for the celebration of the Eucharist on the 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time. You may access the worship program at www.stpatrickscathedral.org live. Our celebrant is His Eminence Timothy Cardinal Dolan, the Archbishop of New York. Please stand and join in singing the entrance hymn, We Walk by Faith, number 823 in the Blue St. Michael Hymnal. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Peace be with you. Welcome to Sunday Mass at America's Parish Church. St. Patrick's Cathedral, thanks for coming in out of the rain. Um, we welcome as well those who unite with us in prayer on 
on the uh, satellite radio uh, 129 and Catholic Faith Network in our own live stream. Uh, we keep in mind our Jewish neighbors today as they begin uh, the Day of Atonement this evening. We keep in mind those here for the United Nations Week and that we might offer this holy sacrifice of the Mass the more worthily. Why not ask the intercession of Our Lady of Mercy? It's her feast day today, September 24th. Her intercession with Jesus, her son, for his mercy as we acknowledge our sins. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to life everlasting.
let us pray. O God, who founded all the commandments of your law upon love of you and love of our neighbor, grant that by keeping your precepts we may merit to attain eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call him while he is near. Let the scoundrel forsake his way and the wicked his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord for mercy, to our God who is generous and forgiving. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways above your ways, and my thoughts above your thoughts. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, life is Christ, 
and death is gain. If I go on living in the flesh, that means fruitful labors for me. And I do not know which one I shall choose. I am caught between the two. I long to depart this life and be with Christ, but that is far better. Yet I remain in the flesh is more necessary for your benefit. Only conduct yourselves in a way worthy of the gospel of Christ, the word of the Lord. with you and with your spirit a reading of the holy gospel according to matthew glory to you lord jesus told his disciples this parable the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn and hired laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. Going out about nine o'clock, the landowner saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, you too go into my vineyard and I will give you what is just. So they went off. And he went out again around noon. And around three o'clock he did likewise. Going out about five o'clock, the landowner found others standing around and said to them, why do you stand here idle all day? They answered, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you too go into my vineyard. When it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, summon the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. 
when those who had started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landowners saying, the last ones worked only one hour and you have made them equal to us who bore the day's burden and the heat. He said to them in reply, my friend, I am not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give the last one the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my own money? Are you envious because I am generous? Thus, the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You have to be patient with me this morning. I'm still a little winded from running in that uh, Tunnel to Tower uh, marathon this morning. <clears throat> For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways above your ways, and my thoughts above your thoughts. Oh, what an enduring nugget of biblical wisdom here, isn't it? From the prophet Isaiah this Sunday morning at Mass. Might I propose to you that <clears throat> this beautiful traditional biblical wisdom has some rather practical implications for our faith and our morals our faith, what we believe, our morals, how we act. First of all, our faith. How often things in life just don't make much sense. <laughs> how often we're tempted to think that the Lord doesn't know what he's doing. Lord, we protest, you've told us to trust you that everything's going to work out. Well, why isn't it? It all seems out a big mess, out of control. It's stacked against us. It all seems so random and arbitrary, un unfair. In other words, we say to him, why is not thy way my way? And the Lord quickly responds this morning in that nugget of biblical wisdom. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways above yours. So don't doubt my providential care. 
Don't doubt my will. I've got you in my hands. It's going to work out. When, where, how, ah, leave that to me. St. John Henry Cardinal Newman expressed it rather well. Listen, I'll trust him. Whatever, wherever I am, I can never be thrown away. If I'm in sickness, my sickness will serve him. If I'm in sorrow, my sorrow will serve him. He does nothing in vain. He knows what he is about. He may hide my future from me. Still, <laughs> he knows what he's about, and I trust him. Faith. Faith. And second, implications for our morals, everybody. See, we, uh, we crave to talk the Lord into approving whatever we want to do. Where he invites us, rather, to do what he's told us we should do, not what we want to do. Uh, Billy Graham, the great preacher, used to remind us, we always try to convince God that he should change his commandments to suit us. He rather wants us to change our conduct to conform to his commandments. So we often know our ways are selfishness, maybe revenge, maybe promiscuity, maybe self-advancement. His ways are selflessness, forgiveness, mercy, chastity, responsibility, service to others. So the world and culture can get cocky, cocky enough to tamper with God's revelation. Our desires, the world would tell us, are more compelling than his teaching. Our duty, though, my friends, is not to change with the times, but to be tethered to eternity. Because when we give in, when we cave in, then we shouldn't wonder why everything's a big mess, why we're never happy. We figure we know better. We can define ourselves. We can do whatever, wherever, whenever we want. The Lord tells us today, as high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways above your ways. So who knows better? Do we know better? Or does the Lord know better? If we claim we do, well, don't wonder why our lives and our world often seem to be such a big mess. <clears throat>
born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things are made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all clergy, religious, and laity, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ. Let us pray to our Lord. For those serving in public office, that they govern with wisdom and integrity, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace among nations, and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in the Ukraine, we pray to our Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For migrants and refugees around the world, oh, sure. let us pray to the Lord. In time for the collection. For Margaret McCarthy and for all the beloved Where's dead, Christina? that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We ask the intercession of Our Lady of Mercy on her feast day as we make these and all of our prayers through Christ our Lord.
pray now that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands with praise and glory in his name. Receive with favor, O Lord, we pray, the offerings of your people, that what they profess with devotion and faith may be theirs through these heavenly mysteries, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Heavenly Father, almighty and eternal God. For when, when your children were scattered afar by sin, through the precious blood of your Son and the power of your Holy Spirit, you gathered them again to yourself that a people formed as one by the Blessed Trinity made the mystical body of Christ and the temple of the Holy Spirit might to the praise of your manifold wisdom be manifest as the church. And so in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you and with joy we proclaim. fount of all holiness, make holy therefore these gifts we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith.
Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, oh. our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints, who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. <laughs> through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. <laughs> As Jesus himself has taught us, we pray. Pater. Lord, we pray from every evil, graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace, I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. With you, Let us offer each other a sign of peace.
behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring soul one day to life everlasting.
please join in singing Lord of All Hopefulness, number 622 in the blue St. Michael hymnal, number 622. Graciously raise up, O Lord, those you renew with this most blessed sacrament, that we may come to possess your redemption, both in mystery and in the manner of our life through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Through the intercession of Mary, our mother, under her beautiful title, Our Lady of Mercy, through the intercession of St. Joseph, her spouse, and St. Patrick, the patron of this cathedral and this archdiocese, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace and glorify God by the way you live your life. Please join in singing for the fruits of his creation, number 525 in the St. Michael hymnal. For the fruits of his creation. And 